Right now, I want to welcome in Joe Dickinson, uh, the quarterback. He's a quarterback whisperer, guys. Let's be honest about it. Uh, I coached with Joe at, uh, at Northern Illinois. Uh, he, he really tutored me, mentored me, taught me the game, somebody I respect a lot. And, uh, Joe, I appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. Hey, man, it's my pleasure. Good to hear from you, too. Now, let me let, let's start, Joe, and we'll get into this in a minute. But I know that you, 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 and your point of reference for for young quarterbacks. You know, since you left the Buffalo Bills and got out of the NFL, and even before you went to Buffalo for a year, I mean, you traveled the country. You see the best quarterback prospects. You coach some of them. You you tutor some of them. You evaluate some of them. I know a lot of different people, including myself, uh, ask their opinions about that position uh, t- tell us a little bit about the, the landscape the lay of the land and, and, and really what's going on and how the quarterback position is changing from the time that you started you know coaching these quarterbacks to really what guys are expecting and wanting to do now with their division one quarterbacks well you know there's been some new systems come you know come through where you know used to we were training them and you came in. You, you're all. You're always training for, you know, NFL drops. Let's be honest. Almost everybody that believes they can be a Division One player, their ultimate goal is to get paid, right? To play in the NFL. Now those chances are real small, but you still have to prep a kid for that. Back, you know, let's just say ten years ago. All right, everybody was taking five, seven, and uh, play action drops and stuff like that. Well, today there's offenses in college football that are running one-step drops, catching throws. Sure. Uh, 90% of it from the gun, hardly ever from underneath. Uh, so the, the landscape has changed a lot, Stretch. And, uh, you know, as a quarterback coach, you know, I, I to be honest, I kind of fought it for a little bit. I'm like, well, the ultimate deal is prepare to go to the NFL. Well, then you get – and you got to step back and look at yourself and go, you can't pre- prepare all these kids to go to the NFL because 99% of them are not going to get there. Right. So how did you help them as a high school quarterback or a college quarterback in Division One that's running one-step drops? How did you help them? And so to do that, you have to adjust your co- coaching philosophy. So what you said is exactly right. I mean, it's the landscape, the, the drills, the – the what people expecting of you are are so wide and various these days that you know you got to have more tools in your toolbox than what you actually did back ten years ago. Sure, talking with Joe Dickinson, a quarterback coach and somebody that has tra- again traveled the country, sees all these guys. Joe, I know I know you've coached Mac Jones, the quarterback at Alabama, since he was a since he was a young kid. Tell us about his progress and the progress that you've seen him make since you've taken him over. Well, you know, he was a tennis player. His dad was a tennis pro, all right, and was an, one of the elite tennis players, and he had a sister. So that, he come from a tennis family. So elevating his right arm and getting it in certain places was not a problem with him, right? Balance, stuff like that. But he was a skinny kid, all right? And he could, when he was 11 was the first time I was ever introduced to him at a, at a quarterback receiver camp in Jacksonville, Florida, over a Christmas break. And uh, – and then a, 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 one of my college guys, a guy named Dax Garman, who played at Oklahoma State and, and played at Arizona. and But it, he, he brought him over to me and said, hey, this kid's going to be elite. And, you know, and 
you could tell that he had, you know, he had the whip that he could whip the ball around, and then the kids really developed in to be a, a quite a quarterback, right? But he got lucky that a lot of the stuff that we were training at that period of time was, you know, play action, whirl, whirl action, seven step drop, five step drop, all that stuff, you know, throwing the moves, you know, pocket movement. And he got lucky. He got stuck with a quarterback coach at Alabama. Excuse me, not a quarterback coach, but an offensive coordinator. The last two seasons to spend a little time in the NFL. And so they're running a lot of NFL stuff, and it just happened to be a great marriage, Glenn. And uh, and it's that doesn't happen that often. You can take a guy who's a really good shotgun guy and put him with Steve Sarkeesian, and he's got to adjust a little bit. Well, Steve gets to run what he wanted to run in the NFL, maybe a little bit better. Some things that he picked up with this guy, and his and he doesn't really have to coach much technique because that's what this kid's been doing his whole life. Right. And and that's you know, and, and, that I, way, and Joe, I think that's the key. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I think that's the key too is is being able to get yourself as a quarterback in position choosing the right you know choosing the right opportunity and when these kids get recruited being able to make a good sound decision that quite frankly fits your skill set or fits you know fits what's in your toolbox and i think that's the thing joe i wanted to, the other reason i wanted to have you on talking to joe dickinson who's a quarterback coach and really mentored me as a young coach uh, you know joe I, the, the other thing that i want that i want you to touch on a little bit is in your time in the NFL, and whether that was coaching Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo or, or, or you know, some of the other guys that you guys had you're, during your time there at Buffalo, and then being able to look at today's young quarterbacks. I know you see a lot of young kids. You're, you still tutor a lot of young kids. Out of, you know, I, I know you live in Oklahoma there, but I also know that you travel around and travel the country seeing these kids. But talk to us about – the transition and how you were able to see what was going on in the NFL with a guy like a Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo, and then what you see in Mac and Mac Jones, a quarterback at Alabama, and what you see in some of these younger kids and their ability to adapt and possibly, you know, be able to move and play in it, you know, at the, and wanting to play because ultimately that's the goal is play at that level. Sure, I mean, I mean, if the deal of it is stretches. What you said at the very first about this recruiting. Recruiting is something that a quarterback better take real, real a long and hard look at because if you get married up with the wrong system or the wrong quarterback system or offensive system for you and you don't fit that, that was a huge mistake by you because not every quarterback fits every system. For example, I'm not – and now this is, now this is just me guessing – but, I mean, I watch Trevor Lawrence. He's in the gun almost every play. I don't know how he would fit in the Alabama system. And to be honest with you, I don't know how Mac Jones would fit in the Clemson system. They're the two hottest quarterbacks playing right now. I mean, I think most people would agree with that, and people would say, well, Mac just came out of nowhere. Well, no, not really. He's been working at it. He played some last year and stuff like that. But, they're, they're, I mean, Mac leads the nation in passing efficiency and, and all that stuff. And Trevor's does what Trevor Lawrence, he's a household name, right? We all know about him. But I don't know if he can drop. I don't know if he can do the world play action. I'm sure he can, but it's going to take work, right? And so you look at these guys and say what you just said is very, very important key that a lot of people over overlook. 
the value that making your decision to go into the right school that can fit your 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 skill and a quarterback guy that's going to marry you with being able to be successful is very very important. It's probably the most important thing. Joe Garrett, All right? And then you start look you start looking for things like what you just said. Obviously, you got to have it. All starts with the feet, and then of course you got to have arm talent. But it also starts with what what can you do with that six inches between your ears? I mean, I think that's what puts Mac in a different little bit level and some of the guys that's been through the system that that I was lucky enough to have some impact on is you know, you got the game the game is played a lot by a quarterback and you know, you've been around come on man, Troy and all those guys. This game is played between that that six inches between your ears and so you gotta have that. And, and sure, you got to have all the measurables and intangibles and all this, but they're proving to us today 5'11 quarterbacks, 5'9 quarterbacks can play in the NFL. We're watching it happen right now. Joe Garrett Ross here. When you look at uh, the quarterbacks that, like, all right, so we're right here in Waco uh, this weekend. We got Charlie Brewer going up against Sam Ellinger. And these two have come out of probably some of the most high caliber quarterback high schools that you can see in the nation with Lake Travis and Westlake. How have you watched these guys develop and what do they need to do in order to make that next leap before trying to enter the NFL? Well, you know, I don't want to, you know, Charlie Burr and I've known him. I've known, I, I worked with his older brother. You know, I knew who his dad was, you know, Glenn actually introduced me to those guys a long time ago. And, but, the deal of it is to make the next step, you're not going to run quarterback power in the NFL. Okay. And so with that being said, yeah, you're going to run some and sure whatever you do run and things like that, but your throwing skills have got to be elite. Okay. It's just, they, and now the better you can run, let's take, for example, the Baltimore Ravens guy. Well, he's an elite runner, right? We know that. Well, his passing skills are not that elite. They get it done on certain Sundays. But, in other words, but he doesn't run quarterback power. He might run quarterback this or that, but he's an elite runner, okay? And then I think those guys, I mean, I haven't watched Charlie Burr near as much as I have Sam Ellinger because Sam has been around forever, right? And I was lucky enough to see him play against Oklahoma a lot. I mean, I watch him, you know, and to me – when things get tough, they turn him into a power running back. That's just my opinion. Doesn't mean I'm right. That not does not mean I'm second guessing. I'm just saying that's what they turn into. They get down on the goal line, he's going to run the football. And he's not. And down in the NFL, they're going to they're going they're going. That's hard to do, man. And Glenn will tell you that. Once you get in the NFL, you see that running the football is so difficult. Stopping the run and running the football is extremely difficult up there. So that's, that's extremely difficult for the quarterback. I mean, I was around Tyrod Taylor. He was an elite runner. I don't know that he's Lamar Jackson, but he's an elite runner. And he's a very adequate passer. And so what you're saying is to make that next jump, they're going to have to develop themselves as making all the throws. And, and most that, and, people and don't think understand Joe, that they, they can all make those throws, okay? But they got to make those throws with those defenses changing on them, showing you one look and giving you a totally different look on the snap. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's where the elite of the elite defensive coaches are too. Yeah. And so that's that's what I would say. I don't know if that makes sense to you on the answer, but 
they're going to have to be able to make all those decisions. That's what I call fluid intelligence. As all those guys are moving around, i got to make these big-time throws as, as I'm seeing movement and I'm seeing different changes. And so that's, that's what I would say their big jump is going to have to be. Hey, Joe, listen, I, I, I know you're busy. I know you got guys to work with, and I, and I want you to know I appreciate you as a friend, appreciate you jumping on here, appreciate you sharing your, your life experiences, and uh, I, I know you do a heck of a job with those guys. But, again, thanks for jumping on with us today, Joe. Uh, that's, that's my pleasure, Glenn. Anytime, man. Thanks. Good, good luck to you guys. All right, there he goes, Joe Dickinson. He's a, he's a heck of a quarterback coach.